Hey there, CEOs. It's Brandy, and I have just a quick note for newer listeners. This show used to be called the She Who Dares podcast, but on May 5th, 2022, we changed the name to the Wedding Pro CEO podcast to better reflect my mission, to help wedding industry entrepreneurs scale a profitable business they love. The content is the same, just a more descriptive title. Enjoy the show. You're listening to episode number 86 of the She Who Dares podcast. Welcome to the She Who Dares podcast. I'm your host, Brandi Gard. I'm a small business entrepreneur with almost 20 years of experience in the event industry, and I've spent the last decade creating multiple thriving businesses, growing a dedicated team, and teaching others to do the same. Each week, I'll share an inspiring conversation or message to encourage you to follow your dreams to start or scale your business. Thanks for hanging out with me this week. Let's jump into the episode. Hey there, podcast friends. Welcome back to another episode of the She Who Dares podcast. This episode today comes with a warning label because we are going to cut right to the point today, guys. No fluff in this episode. There's so much packed into this one. And I want to let you know right away, if you're doing something else, if you're at the gym or taking a walk or you're making dinner or doing chores or playing with the kids, whatever you're doing while listening to this episode, this is going to be a notebook and pen kind of a show. So you can hit the pause button and come back, or you can listen and just kind of take some mental notes, whatever you want to do. But I'm so excited to really get to share some action-packed tips with you that you can implement right away into your business to really help you to make best use of your social media. This is so important to me because I struggled with it for so very long. For anybody that's been following me for any length of time, you might have noticed back in the fall of 2019, all of a sudden, I started showing up on Instagram I started showing up on Facebook, I started showing up in your email inbox and on Pinterest, and it might have seemed like, whoa, this girl like came out of nowhere overnight, right? But as we all know, no overnight success story is actually overnight. There was a lot of challenges behind that. There was a lot of years of frustration and not understanding social media or how to best use it, and I always felt like it was really just kind of a waste of time. So I don't know if any of you guys have ever felt that way before either, but honestly, back in 2016, I went as far as just deleting the blog from our website completely because I was so frustrated that no one read it. We were spending tons of time creating it. I felt like I was always behind on creating the blog, and even if one of my team members was creating it, no one ever read it, and I didn't see how it was actually giving us a return on our investment. So I just stopped. I deleted it. I didn't want to have it um, old. Like I didn't want clients to come to our website and see that we hadn't posted a blog in six months. So I just said, forget it. I don't want to have a blog on my website at all. We took the whole thing down. Everyone told me that was a terrible idea. I had a beautiful WordPress blog site. But to be honest, it just was not something that was moving the needle. And a lot of that was because I didn't have the strategy. I just posted blogs and I just posted on social media because other people told us that we had to. And and I do believe that. Now, having understood what the strategy is and understanding really how to make it work as a business owner, I feel like now I want to just shout from the rooftops and tell other solopreneurs or other planners, other wedding pros with a small team, hey, 
I can help you. Like, I can help you simplify this. I can help you make it so easy. It doesn't have to be as overwhelming as I thought it was at one point. So the first thing I kind of want to ask you guys is if you can relate at all to what I was feeling. So why is social media so freaking overwhelming? Like that dang little grid on Instagram, right? Or those those silly little pins. Why are they so overwhelming to begin with? Well, to be honest, there's a couple things that I kind of thought back on and why was it so overwhelming for me? And the main one was really because I was wearing all the hats. I know you guys have felt this way, but you know, kind of like shout at your at your uh, iPhone or shout at your phone if you felt this, but you just are so overwhelmed. You're, you know, you're doing the weddings and you're getting the clients. You're the sales manager. You're the team lead. You're building a team. You're the HR manager, your payroll, you know, your security, you're where all the clients go to complain if they have something to say. It, you're, you're all the things. It's social media just is like one more thing that you've got to put on your list of to-dos. And when you don't see it actually giving you a return, it's very easy to say, forget it. I don't even want to do it at all. But here in 2021, I have to tell you guys Social media is going to give you a bigger return than any ad, any advertising platform that you could ever be on. And I'm really, really passionate about that. So I'm I'm happy if anybody wants to come and say, I don't know, Brandy, I don't know. But this, I truly believe that the power of social media, everybody, you know, likes to have things to say about social media, the bad, the bad, the bad. But here's the thing. There's so much good to social media. You get to live, real-time, interact with people that want to buy from you. They're right there, warm, and they're, they're listening to what you have to say, and they're learning about how you're an expert. And you can change your copy all the time. When you run an ad in a magazine or on a blog, that's it. Like It doesn't get to change maybe every six months when the magazine renews, but it, you've got static graphics there. Whereas with social media and your website, your blog, you've got this opportunity to consistently edit that copy, edit that content, meet your followers where they are, and turn them into warm leads and then into clients right there in real time. So I'm incredibly passionate about the return on investment that social media has, but I also understand that sometimes when you're wearing all the hats and social media is just kind of like this thing you're supposed to do, and so you do it, but you don't do it really well or you don't do it consistently, it doesn't move the needle. And so then it becomes incredibly frustrating. So I totally get it, and I'm gonna help you guys with that in this episode. One of the other things that we did is we outsourced it, but the people that we were outsourcing it to still didn't really understand our brand and they still needed my creative energy, which I was like, I don't have any creative energy to give you. I don't have time to source the photos. I don't have time to write you a paragraph about what this wedding was like. That's why I hired you. But understandably, they still need you to be part of your brand. It's your voice. And so that didn't really work for us as well because we were spending all this money and it wasn't exactly what I wanted it to come across as, so I didn't do it. Now, I will tell you guys, I have since outsourced parts of our social media and it's magical, so I think that there's very, very valuable ways to do this. 
what I want you to understand, because I don't want anybody out there to think, oh, then social media managers are no value. They're so incredibly valuable, you guys. What I think that we misinterpret a lot of times is that when we outsource our social media, we will no longer have to be any part of it. They can just do it. But it's your voice. It's your brand. It's your experiences. It's your every day. So they need you to be involved. They can make it sound amazing. They can make it look amazing. They can make it correct. So it's getting in the hands of the right people, but you still have to be involved. So you still need to set aside a certain amount of time for that. And then the last one was that we we also have had team members do it on our own team because it's like, well, they're right there in the mix. They can do it. But sometimes that's challenging because then we get into busy season and they've got, you know, 30 weddings in the next three months. And so social media ends up getting put on the back burner because it's not as important as our weddings. And that becomes a problem as well. So what I did is I started thinking there has to be an easier way to do this. It can't be this difficult. Like we've tried all the ways. We've been in business 14 years. And for 12 of them, I feel like we honestly tried every single way to stay relevant on social media and it, it wasn't working. And so I really sat down and I started thinking, there has to be a way to make this simple. It doesn't, it can't be this difficult. And so I'm going to share with you guys today my top three tips for curing this social media overwhelm. Okay, so I hope you guys are ready. This is the point where you're going to need a pen and a pad of paper. We have the show notes for you as well over on our website. You can click the link right in the notes below wherever you're listening. But I want to make sure that you're getting all those juicy tips. So make sure you have a notepad. Okay, so number one is going to be have a strategy. I think this is probably the biggest piece that we miss is that when you're putting out content on social media simply because someone told you you have to, or simply because you know that couples are there, so you're just like trying to get something out there. You're just trying to put pretty pictures up with a caption that says timeless on it, right? You know you just have to do it. There's no strategy behind it. But let's think about this for a second. What is the whole point of social media? Is the whole point just so people can see your gallery of images and you have these pretty pictures? No. The whole point of social media is to engage with followers, to help them become warm leads, right? We want to help them become warm leads. We want to get them to our website And then we want to get them to book a consult and to close them, to create a client out of them. How do you do that? How do you create a funnel out of your social media account? Okay, so let's just take Instagram, for instance. That's probably where most of us hang out. And to be perfectly honest, that's probably where most of our couples are hanging out. Not probably, they are. (laughs) So the first tip I would say is to create reels. Now, I know you guys are so sick of hearing me say that, to be honest. I feel like I say it till I'm purple in the face, but I wouldn't ever encourage you to do something that I didn't feel passionately about that would really help you move your needle. Now, what is the purpose of reels? Reels are gonna draw in new followers, okay? So reels are being shown in the explore page. The algorithm wants to show them to as many people as will engage with them as possible. So the algorithm is working for you in this instance. When you're posting reels, it's searching for people that are gonna wanna engage with those reels. New people, 
new people. So you want to post reels as often as possible, but I always encourage anyone who takes my course to post reels two times a week, and this is gonna help you draw in new followers. So right now, what are we doing? We're top of funnel, okay? So your reels, if you think about a funnel, the widest part of a funnel is what I would say would be your reels. So that's where you're just drawing in new people. You're trying to get them to come to your platform and start following you, okay? So the next thing we wanna do to kind of work down through this funnel, so reels was our widest part, the next most narrow part would be to post consistently. So in this number one, which is to have a strategy, we're gonna post reels two times a week to draw in new people. And then once we get those new followers there, we can't just ghost them. We can't just say, oh, I'm glad you liked my reel and you're here, but now what do we want them to do? Now we're gonna post consistently. And with this posting, we're gonna educate them. We're gonna tell them why we are unique, why we are the best for their event. Um, We're gonna tell them, Um, things they need to know to plan their wedding better or to pick their music better or to style their design, to pick the best flowers, whatever it is that you do, once we have them there, right, on our platform, they're followers of us now, we're gonna educate them, we're gonna inspire them, we're gonna evoke emotion in them that makes them want to know more about what we do. So we're gonna do that by posting consistently. So now I'm gonna encourage you to post three times a week on your Instagram. So we're taking Instagram as our for instance here, okay? Now I know some of you guys are like, wait a second, you just told me to post two reels a week and post three times a week? So that's five times a week I'm posting on my Instagram? Like, ain't nobody got time for that, right? But I I promise you I'm gonna help you figure out how to do this so easily. So just stick with me, Okay. Okay, so now the third thing I want you to do under having a strategy, so the first thing was post reels twice a week, then to post consistently, and now on every single post and on every single reel, I always, always, always want you to have a call to action. Every single post, I want you to have a call to action. What is a call to action? Well, it can be as simple as double tap if you agree. Okay, so that's an easy one. Double tap is a like in Instagram. It could be share this with an engaged friend. So it could be if you're posting some tips, share with an engaged friend. Or let's say you're making a post about how to write the best timeline, how to create a great timeline for your wedding. But maybe, you know, somebody that's just newly engaged is seeing that. So what do you want her to do? You want her to save this for later, right? So if you're not ready for this post yet, save it for later. So a save is a great way to engage. Or you want to call them to action by clicking the link in your bio to read more on your website. This is so important. This is how we're narrowing the funnel. We're getting them to engage with your content. So they were a cold follower. They came into your profile from Reels. Then you started posting consistently. Now they're warming up to you. They're like, ooh, I like this. I'm reading it. I'm seeing her every couple days in my feed or I'm seeing him every couple days in my feed. And then we're gonna call them to action. We want them to start engaging with it. So we're warming them up. We're getting them more narrow in our funnel. And if you can get them to click the link in your bio to go over to your website to either read a blog or to book a consult or discovery call, I mean, that's the golden ticket, right? That's the whole point of social media is to get these leads to become warm leads to become clients. That's what we're trying to do. We're not just trying to create a gallery of images. You can do that on your website. You can do that anywhere. You need to tell people what to do. 
So you want to call them to action, even if it's as simple as double tap, okay? So in number one, number one is going to be to have a strategy. And within number one, we're going to post reels two times a week to draw in new followers. Then we're going to post consistently, which I suggest three times a week, but I'd rather you be consistent than fail. So if you can only post one additional post per week, then that's fine. I just want you to be consistent. And then number three is we're going to always have a call to action to really warm up those leads and get them to come over to our website and engage. Okay, so that's all within number one. I told you guys, this is like a jam-packed episode. Are you so ready? Okay, so number two in the three tips to cure social media overwhelm is going to be to say the same thing over and over and over and over. Okay, so let me give you a few statistics, okay? So these are going to be encouraging, (laughs) some statistics. Okay, a blog needs to be shared three times for it to get exposure, Okay, so one of the things that I used to do on my blog is we would write the blog and we would publish it. And if it was a good day, if it was a good day, we would also post one time on social media, hey, we have a new blog for you to read, go check it out. Do you think anybody went over there to read it? No, that's why I deleted it (laughs) because no one ever read it. We literally would have like four views on our blogs and we spent hours writing them. And those views were usually like me, my husband, my mom, and maybe, maybe, maybe one uh, client, maybe if I was lucky, right? Okay, so a blog needs to be shared three times for it to get exposure. You've heard this one before, I'm sure. The same message, people need to see the same message seven times before they buy. Now, I've also heard even people say that they need to hear the same message 12 times to buy. But I'm going to go with seven because that makes me feel a little bit better. (laughs) I I was doing some research and I was like, whoa, okay. So we're going to go with seven. But they need to see the same message seven times to interact with it or to purchase, to make a purchase. That's a lot, you guys. That's a lot, okay? And listen to this one. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Less than 10% of your followers will ever see what you post. Now, I told you that these statistics were going to be encouraging, and you guys are probably listening like, uh, bruh, like (laughs) nothing about those statistics were encouraging at all. But I promise you they are. Here's why. Here's why that we're going to use those statistics to our advantage. We're going to say the same thing over and over and over and over. That's what number two is. That's what I'm saying here. When you guys hear me say something like, you need to post two reels a week and then you need to post three times a week on Instagram, it's overwhelming because we think that we need to keep creating different messages every single time. Like, I don't have five things to say every single week, but guess what? I don't want you to say five different things every single week. I want you to say the same exact thing over and over and over again in different formats, okay? So here's what that can look like, because you might be like, okay, Brandy, you can't just make the same post every single day, and I agree with you. I agree with you. You can't just make the same post every single day, okay? You can't, but what you can do is you can do it in different formats. Now, the reason for that is because people consume content in different ways. So right now, we have three generations of buyers in our marketplace. We have Gen Z, Gen X, and millennials, all as buyers in our wedding industry marketplace. And they all consume content in different ways. Some of them are going to consume content in short form video, like reels or TikToks. 
Some of them are going to be avid researchers and they're going to want to read all the copy on your website or read your whole blog. Some of them are going to be like, give me the highlights. And they're maybe just going to want a carousel post or bullet points. No matter what, you're going to want to make sure that you keep saying these same things over every single week, but in different formats so that you're hitting different people and even people within the same generation that just read in different or consume in different ways. That's going to be really important. So what does this look like? Let me give you an example. Let's say that you write a blog about three things to pack for your photographer on wedding day. You, you have these epic detail shots that people see, that couples see in their, these beautiful lay flats. They're absolutely gorgeous of their most precious rings and their vow books and things like that. But then we don't tell couples what to bring on wedding day to get those epic detail shots. So maybe you write a blog about it on your website and you say, don't forget these three things for your photographer on wedding day to get the most epic detail shots. So that's your blog and you write about three things that they need to remember to bring. That's a great post. That's an educational blog. It's going to help lots and lots of couples. They'll be like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about asking my florist to pack a couple of extra blooms so that my photographer can really design my detail photos. So we wrote this blog, right? About three things to pack for your photographer on wedding day. We wrote the whole blog. We published the blog. Now what? Okay, well, we know that the blog needs to be published at least three times, right? It needs to get at least three pieces of exposure. So how can you do that? One could be a reel. You can make a reel. So you publish your blog, then you make a reel and you make the reel about want to get epic detail photos just like this one. And maybe the cover photo is a beautiful detail photo, right? And then you just do a pointing video, really simple. These three things, don't forget these three things. Want to learn more? Head over to our blog, link in the caption. And you put the link to your blog right in the caption or link in bio, and you get them to go over to your blog to learn more. But that's educating your clients. It's educating new followers about things not to forget on wedding day so that they can get epic detail photos. So there's a reel, pointing, super easy. It'll take you five minutes. Okay, so what's another way that you could share your same blog? Another way that you could share about it would be to do a carousel post. So that's gonna be for consumers like me. I hate reading blogs. I hate it. I absolutely do not have the attention span for it. I can't sit still long enough. I'm an auditory learner. I like to hear, which is why I love podcasts so much, or short form videos because I have like a 30 second attention span. But so for me, a carousel post is a great way to just kind of like give me the bullet points, like give me what I need to know, right? So I'm going to make a carousel post about it. And my first graphic is going to be don't forget these three things on wedding day to get epic detail photos. Okay, so that's gonna grab people's attention. Don't forget what? What do I not need to forget? And then you're gonna make three more slides. Carousel posts are the kind that you slide across on Instagram, so you just swipe left. You're gonna make three more slides, and you're gonna tell them what each of the three things are. That's it. And then the last slide is gonna say, was this helpful? Share with an engaged friend or save it for later, right? That's it. So you're going to have a five-part slide. The first one's going to be the name of what you want them to know, the name of the blog, or just don't forget these three things, right? Something to catch the hook. The next three are going to be your three points. And the last slide is going to be, was this helpful? Or don't forget to double tap, or don't forget to save. Whatever it is going to be on your last slide. Or read the caption for more. And in your caption, you can send them back to your blog. Link in bio to read our blog to learn more. 
right? That's what you're wanting them to do. Once they get to your website, now it's your website's job to really sell them and get them to book a consultation or to learn more about you. But your social media is trying to get them to your website. So we've got these warm followers we're trying to get to your website. Okay, so now you've made a reel. Now you, Then you're going to make a carousel. What's another one that you can do? You can make an image post about it, right? So if you have an epic detail photo or a few epic detail photos from a recent wedding, this is a really great thing to share later in the week. So you can share a beautiful detail, a beautiful image from one of your photographers. Make sure to tag the photographer, of course, and the stationer if there's an invitation suite in it. Tag anybody pictured in the in the photo. And say something like, want to get epic detail photos of your most treasured details on your wedding day? Read our blog, read this week's blog, link in our bio to learn the three things you can't forget on wedding day, right? Like this is how simple it is. You're saying the same thing over and over and over all week long, but you're saying it in different formats. So I don't want you guys to overthink this. I don't want you to be like, wait a second, I have to say all these different things. No, 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 because so few people are seeing what you're saying anyway. You really just want to keep saying the same thing over and over and over in different formats. So number two, say the same thing over and over and over again, all in different formats. And do not forget, I'm going to say this at every point I make, pro tip, do not forget your call to action. Always, always, always have a call to action to either save or share or go to your blog or double tap, like whatever you want to say, but you want to make sure you have a call to action on every single post. Okay. So are you guys starting to see like, okay, wait a second. This isn't that hard. I don't don't have to say so many things. I just have to say the same thing over and over and over again. I'm going to have a strategy, right? Okay. So what's number three? Are you guys like, what the heck is number three? What is she going to say? Okay. So number three is to plan ahead. How many times have I heard Instagram pros say this and it's, it sounds so amazing, but to find time to do it is just like, yeah, okay, Brandy, thanks for telling me that. Um, I don't have time, but I promise you, you do. Okay. I'm going to help you out here. So the first thing I want to tell you is this quote. I love this quote so much. Consistency is better than rare moments of greatness. Think about it. Think about the people that you follow yourself as a consumer, okay? So get your head out of the wedding industry. Maybe you follow a lot of people in the wedding industry. Think about it. The people that you follow the most are likely the people you can count on to show up in your feed or in your stories or in your podcast ear every single week at the same time over and over and over again, right? This is... The, the most important thing is when you randomly see some wedding pro or you randomly see some influencer that shows up on Instagram and you're like, wait a second, I don't think I've seen anything from them in like a month. Or I don't even know what their actual shtick is because they post so infrequently. I don't actually think I know what they teach or do, right? I know we've all seen these kind of people and it, it you know, I mean, I don't want to knock anybody, no shade to however you do it. But the people that are being followed and that create a following and create engaged followers that become clients are people that show up consistently. Consistency is better than rare moments of greatness, okay? I really want you guys to hear that and let that sink in. This is so important. To stay consistent in your social media, guys, you need to plan ahead. 
I don't know that I can say this any more times. I have been, my social media has been sidetracked so many times by busy season. The wedding industry is like a dang roller coaster and we all know it. We all feel it. It's like we've got the high highs and the low lows, right? So when you're in wedding season, you are, there's nothing else you can do. You can't do anything else because you were just doing wedding after wedding after wedding after wedding. And then when you're in low season, you're like, tumbleweeds are rolling through. Like I have no business, right? But you don't even know what to do with low season. One of the things that I want you to do is to plan ahead for your social media for busy season. When you hear people say plan ahead, a lot of times you hear them say, you know, make sure you always have at least two weeks out. Make sure you always have a month out. Well, I do agree with that. I think you should be at least a month out. But I will tell you, this year, my team is working on being four months out. Now, why are we doing that and how the heck are we even doing it? The reason that we're doing it is because our busy season typically goes about four months at a time, three and a half, three and three quarters, right? About four months at a time. So I know if I don't have four months of content batched and ready to go for that busy season, we won't keep up. We will not be able to keep up with our social media. And because I know so many of our couples and newly engaged couples are on social media, I need to make sure that we're staying consistent. It's so important to my business. I can't disregard it any longer. It has to be a huge piece of my business. So what are some of the reasons that that you would maybe want to stay ahead, right? Or to plan ahead? One of the reasons is to stay consistent, like we just talked about. Another of the reasons is so that you can have a strategy, right? So we talked about number one, you need to have a strategy. So how can I have a strategy? Well, you have to plan ahead to have one because if you just like post whatever you feel like posting when you woke up that morning, there's no strategy to that, right? And so that you can move followers through your funnel. So the whole point of number three is really to support numbers one and two, So here's how we're going to plan ahead. You're like, okay, Brandy, I get it. But how do I even start to plan ahead? Because I got a billion things to do. I hear you, okay? So the first thing I want you to do to start planning ahead is to create a spreadsheet, an Airtable, a Word doc, a Google doc. I don't care how you do it, (laughs) but you need to create a plan. So that's where most of us get wrapped up is it's like, I don't even know what to plan because I don't even know what holes I'm trying to fill, right? It makes it so much easier to plan ahead when you have something to fill in. So the first thing I want you to do is to create a spreadsheet, an Airtable, a Word doc, a Google doc, whatever it is to really create this plan. Now I use Airtable personally. I use Airtable and it's it's an incredible tool. It's kind of like a cloud version of Excel, but it's live. So if myself and someone else is working at the same time, it's it's completely live. You can see real-time changes. You can also tag people within it. Um, so there's a lot of great features. Um, it's, got, it's got kind of like its own almost Slack channel within it. And so Airtable is my choice. But I can clearly see in my Airtable, like I said, it's kind of like an Excel doc, a fancy cloud version of an Excel doc. I can see right within it what is needed for each of the social media posts or each week of social media that we're going to do. So I know I need a blog. I need two reels. I need three Instagram posts. I need, you know, 10 pins. I need five, four Facebook posts, whatever it is. And then it also tells me I need my captions. I need my hashtags. I need my graphics. So it's all in there. 
so that at any given point, myself or any member of our team can pop into the Airtable and see, oh, we still need graphics for Thursday's post. Or, you know, we still need hashtags for, you know, next month's post, whatever it is. But because we have a plan and we have a whole grid that tells us everything we need to stay consistent with our social media, we're able to easily be able to see where the holes are and just fill those in. And each person on our team can have a role in that. So even if you're a solopreneur, right, you may be like, yeah, I don't have a team, Brandy. I don't have anybody to help me with this. But you will be able to see the holes and it'll make it super easy for you. And then here's the best part. I tell you guys, plan ahead all the time, even for your hiring, right? And so let's say you bring on a VA in a couple months to help you. They can easily integrate into this system and you can say, I want you to create all the graphics. Here's all the posts already done. I want you to create the graphics and the hashtags or and then post them, whatever. It doesn't matter, but because you have a system now, it's easy to integrate an intern or VA or a team member into that system. And so that's what I really want you to think about. Okay, so first you're going to create this document that you're going to, you know, put all the pieces into. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to fill in your anchor content first. So what's anchor content? Anchor content is literally just one valuable piece of information that you can then break down into additional pieces of information. So for most wedding industry pros, that's going to be a blog. So let's say that you're trying to plan out a month of your social media and you're going to blog once a week. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to go into your document, your spreadsheet, and you're going to put in each of your blogs. So you're going to put the topic in, you're going to write the blog, and you're going to get all four of those filled out first for the whole month, okay? Then the next thing that you're going to do after you get all that anchor content in is now you can fill in your posts. It makes it super easy. Now you know this, you know, week one of the month, you're going to post this three things not to forget for your photographer on wedding day. That's going to be your blog and that's going to go up on Tuesday. And then from there, you're going to be able to easily create all of your posts for the week, your three posts, because you already know what you're writing about. So you can pull out one quote from it and you can make a quote post. You can pull out um, your carousel post. You can pull out your your image post, all the things, right? Super, super easy because you already have that anchor content built. So start with your anchor content, then fill in your posts. And then the last piece of it is going to then create your reels that also go back to that same anchor content. So the topic is the same as your anchor content, but now you're going to create your reels. This is a super easy way to plan ahead. You don't have to overthink it. Now, one of the things I told you guys when I started number three is that my team is going to try to start planning ahead about four months in advance. Now, does that mean we're going to have every single word written and every single post created? No. But what it does mean is we're going to go in for four months at a time and we're going to create all of our anchor content. So we're going to know four months in advance when we're going to have a real wedding post when we're, what our educational posts are going to be, what our inspirational blogs are going to be. We're going to already know what the topics are that need to be written. And we're going to start assigning them to people on our team or to our VA or to myself, whoever is going to be writing it. So if it's just you, your solopreneur, that's fine. You can sit down for a couple hours during low season and write out a bunch of these blogs. Okay. So that's kind of what I want you guys to hear. Like we're not batching and like having it totally scheduled and ready to go. That would be near impossible. But what we do know is that on October 3rd, there's going to be a real wedding post and it's going to be one of our summer weddings. So we already know that going into it. So it's super simple to know, okay, well, Allison and Jason's wedding on June 3rd is going to get posted on 
October 3rd. And so we need to make sure that we have, you know, their questionnaire filled out, that we get all their images back from the photographer. Like we know that wedding is going to be posted. So that's kind of what I want you guys to think through is when you're planning ahead, it's a matter of just getting all the pieces built into this puzzle that makes it super easy for you to stay consistent in your social media. So now I hope that that wasn't more overwhelming. The whole point is to help you guys understand that when you break it down to its most basic form, the whole point is to just get more people to see your social media, to get them to engage with you, to get them to click the link in your bio to go to your website and to get them to book a consultation and then to become a client. It's all just a funnel. And here's what I want you guys to hear more than anything at all. You've heard this saying before, I am not the one who coined this, but I think it's so important. Done is better than perfect. If you're waiting to be able to write the perfect blog with the most perfect keywords and searchable, you're going to always be waiting because until you start doing it, you're not gonna understand how to be better. So my motto is done is better than perfect, but when you know better, you do better. So that means just start doing it. Just start the practice and the habit of consistently posting, consistently blogging, consistently getting all of your social media up. Just start it. It won't be perfect at first. You're gonna look back on some of it and be like, what on earth was I thinking? You guys, when I look back on some of the reels that I posted in the beginning, oh my gosh, they're such trash. But I leave them up for your enjoyment so that you can go see, like they're so terrible in the beginning. I want you guys to understand that you just have to get out there and do it. And then as you know better, you'll do better. So as you start practicing this habit of staying consistent, then you'll start learning, oh, wait, if I add these different keywords to my blogs, it's going to help me rank in search engine optimization better. And you can start implementing that one little step. Or if I am able to make three reels per week, it's going to engage, my engagement's going to grow by, you know, 250%. That's, I'm not telling you that's what it's going to do. I'm just saying it will grow. And so you want to really think, okay, well, I can implement that one change. But if you try to do it all at once, you'll never even start. So just start. Done is better than perfect. Just start, okay? And then you can really start to be better as you know better, you'll do better in each little step of the process. So now if you guys are listening and you're like, Brandy, this all sounds incredibly amazing, but I still feel so overwhelmed by starting. Like, I don't know where to start. I don't know how to create a spreadsheet. I don't really know what's supposed to be in it. I don't know what topics to blog about. I don't even understand how to make a graphic. I have some exciting news for you. I have spent months, months creating what is now known as Social 365. And I've kept it kind of under wraps for a little while. I was kind of testing it out with some different wedding pros, and I wanted to make sure that it worked for my own team. And I I just love this program so, so much. I've literally poured my heart and soul into it. And the reason is because I would listen to podcasts like this, you guys, and I would be like, that sounds amazing. And I want to do that. But like, I don't even have the time to start. Like, I don't even have the time to figure out where to start. I need somebody to hand me the tools. And so that's what I did was I created a year of social media content specifically for wedding pros. And it's not like, you know, a grid of just topics that you can post about. I literally have given you 52 blog topics with key points and things to talk about in your blog, right? in them. so 52, a whole year, one per week. 
And then I have broken that blog down into different topics to do your carousel post about, your reel post about, your your image posts every single week. I've given you all of it. I've given you love quotes, how to post a real wedding, all of the templates, all of the, literally all of it. And it's all built into Airtable, which is the system I use so that you can use it with your team. You can make it your own. You can tag your team members in it. You can add all your graphics and your hashtags and all that in there, which I teach you how to do all of that. I give you all the resources for it right inside of Social 365. And all you have to do is when you get into the Airtable, you literally just put the date you're going to start at the top and it fills in all the rest of the dates for an entire year. It tells you what day to post them, what to post. It's literally my system that I use for my business and I've created it into a template to be able to help you guys understand that social media is not as overwhelming as we think it is. And once you get into it and once you start doing it, I promise you, you're going to be like, this is so much easier but I just wanted you guys to start and I wanted you to get into it with me. So if you're interested in grabbing Social 365, you can head over to offers.brandyguard.com slash social365. We've also linked it in the show notes here and you can grab that. You can take a peek. Um, You can see all of the things that you'll get included with Social 365. And to be honest, you guys, I, I made this because I just was so... I just wanted so badly to help other wedding professionals see what I couldn't see two years ago. The the system is so much simpler than we make it out to be. And social media is a vital piece of your business as a wedding professional, as a business owner, it must be a vital piece of your business. And if I can help you take the overwhelm out of that and help give you the tools to make it an everyday piece of your business to get more leads and to grow a sustainable business that you can scale, that's what I'm here for. You guys know that, like that is what I'm here for. So this is one piece of the puzzle, but it's a huge, huge piece. That's over at offers.brandygar.com slash social365. You can check it out, grab it, get started with it. I'm here if you have questions as you're working through it. I'm absolutely so passionate about helping you understand the power of social media. So you guys, I'm going to recap our points and then I'm going to let you go. Number one is going to be to have a strategy. Number two is going to be to just say the same thing over and over and over and over. And number three is going to be to plan ahead. You guys, thank you so much for joining me every single week right here on the She Who Dares podcast. I absolutely appreciate it from each and every single one of you. And I love, love, love getting to show up here every single week for you. So thank you so much for being a huge supporter of my business and of this podcast. And I will see you next time. weeds are rolling through. Hey there, wedding pro. Are you feeling overwhelmed, burned out, and wondering how you will ever pay yourself an actual salary from this business you're building? I get it. I'm a wedding pro just like you. I sat in this season of overwhelm and no pay for way too long. Now I own one of the largest planning firms in Orlando, Florida, while doing less than five weddings myself each year. And yeah, I pay myself a full-time salary too. And I'm not alone. Hundreds of other wedding pros just like you have gone from overwhelmed pro to confident CEO by using the proven strategies I teach inside the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator. 
I tell Brandy all the time how grateful I am for her. Before joining with her, I thought I was successful and I was successful, but I was working 24 seven, barely making a profit. Now, over a year later, working with her, it's just been life changing. We have our Monday calls. I voice text with other wedding planners all over the nation. And it's helpful just to have someone that's done what we're trying to do. And that is what the CEO Accelerator Group has helped and taught me to do. Inside the Accelerator, you get lifetime access to the six step-by-step modules that walk you through the pillars of a profitable wedding business. The financial services spreadsheet that Brandy gives you as a part of the Accelerator is worth the price of the Accelerator alone. If you need clarity on finances, your budget, if you can hire, if you can even pay the people that you have hired, go get the Accelerator because that spreadsheet gave me the knowledge and power to make the decisions to continue hiring and growing my team in the way that I want to. But what good is all of this knowledge without accountability, community, and of course, a place to ask your most burning question. When you join the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator, you also get six months inside our live coaching membership. It literally has changed the way I do business. It has changed the way I view things. It has changed the way that I manage things. It is totally amazing to be able to sit with CEOs that have been through what I've been through, have been through the trenches and can give me the insight as to how they got through it. It doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person on the planet who feels this way. No, there's tons of other CEOs that feel the same way I do. And we can talk about it, think through it, and we can learn. It is absolutely amazing. And if you're thinking about it, you should do it. The Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator is the best of a course, a membership, and a group coaching community all in one. The group has been so supportive and has really kept me sane through the busiest season I've ever seen in my career. For that, I'm really thankful. Looking forward to the next year and all the things I have to learn to grow and scale my business and super excited for the next steps. Here's the thing. You can absolutely listen to this show every single week to get nuggets that will help you scale your business. And over the course of a few years of piecing together all of that free information, you could very likely grow a successful wedding business. Or you can join the Wedding Pros CEO Accelerator today to get the proven step-by-step roadmap you need to ditch the overwhelm, build maximum profit, and step into your role as confident CEO all in just six short months. In 2021, we did 220,000 in revenue, which I was so excited about at the time. In 2022, where we sit now, our revenue came in around 560,000. Honestly, I attribute so much of that to really being able to grow. I actually no longer take on weddings myself. I'm really able to focus and be the CEO of my company. And that's come with a lot of guidance from the Accelerator Group, all of the other incredible CEOs in that program, bouncing ideas off of each other, asking for the help and hearing from other people and what's worked and what hasn't. Just click the link in the show notes below to learn more about the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator and let's build your profitable wedding business together.